The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 17th of May. In your Squiz today, Vale Bob Hawke. On Saturday, we vote, unemployment and Eurovision. This is your Squiz today. Claire, last night it was confirmed via a statement from Blanche Duplachet, the wife of Bob Hawke, that Australia's longest-serving Labor Prime Minister passed away yesterday. He was 89 years old. He was a larger-than-life figure. He dominated the Australian political scene really from the 70s through to the 90s. He was a a big union uh, leader before he entered the parliament and then took it to government and, and was Prime Minister for quite some years. Bob Hawke was in office from 1983 to 1991. Tributes are pouring in for him today from his former staff and colleagues through to our current leaders. A good list of what some have had to say of Hawke is in the Squeeze Today email. Yeah, lots to say because he led a very big and rich life. He's quite an intellect. Uh, of course, all sorts of beer drinking capers that went on at Oxford uh, through to his time leading the union movement in Australia and then, of course, being a reformer. Prime Minister where many, many changes were made, not just to uh, our economy and to things like uh, our health system, education system, um, but really also to Australia um, and bringing it into a more modern era. Naturally, the papers are filled with uh, memories of his life today. Plenty to read about Bob Hawke. Flags will be flying at half-mast on government buildings also today as a mark of mourning and respect. And of course, we have an election on Saturday, Claire. Both Scott Morrison and Bill Shorten gave final speeches yesterday. Yeah, I heard heard there was an election this weekend. It's something something like that. (laughs) Um, That's right. And yeah, a lot of people have already voted, which is um, going to be one of the interesting things on Saturday night when it comes to very tight races and whether there's enough votes to determine um, exactly the election's outcome. Over three and a half million, I think, is the current number. Yeah, a lot. And Um, Whether we get a result on Saturday night, we'll have to wait and see. If you want anything more on the election, I've included links to our election content from the past few weeks in your episode notes. Go nuts on that. And we also have an election-specific podcast out later this afternoon. US website Politico yesterday broke the news that two Rwandan nationals accused of the murder of tourists in Uganda were let into Australia as part of the asylum seeker swap deal with the US. It's been uh, a story that really blew up in politics late yesterday and it's when you sort of get into it, it gets murkier and murkier and it seems to be a story that commentators have agreed that it'll be an urgent incoming issue for whoever takes government. Um, Long story short, um, these two men were brought to Australia because they had been accused of killing two Americans as well as six other Westerners in an attack in Uganda. Uh, they were in the legal system there but um, found themselves in the immigration system when legal prosecutions weren't successful and uh, the accusation really is that Australia um, smoothed the way with Donald Trump who didn't much like that refugee swap deal to take the Rwandans as a way of making it all happen. 
So Prime Minister Scott Morrison was asked about it yesterday and he said that the individuals were subjected to strict security and character checks by our security agencies. As you say, there'll be more on this after an election. Our unemployment rate ticked up 0.1% yesterday, but not because there were fewer jobs. There are, in fact, more jobs available, but also more people who want to work. That's right. And it's one of those factors that is in the mix when it comes to talking about things like uh, our interest rate and whether that will be cut. And the number uh, yesterday seems to be consensus that that will certainly happen probably sooner rather than later. Probably the other bit of news out of those numbers is that there's record high participation and record participation from women as well. So uh, very good numbers on that front. Nick Kyrgios, in a way only Nick Kyrgios can, has gone to town on fellow players on tour, the most high-profile being probably Rafael Nadal and Novak Djokovic. Yeah, he really did have a bit of a spray called Nadal super salty about losing, which is about to become Mm. one of my favourite new sayings. Um, (laughs) Djokovic, he said, um, was obsessed with wanting to be liked. Very unusual interview, really, to be so candid. We're used to our um, sports professionals being uh, a little bit more, you know, withdrawn than that when it comes to serving Mm. up their assessments of their competitors. But uh, it looks like um, Kyrgios has had another meltdown overnight. He's thrown a chair on court and sworn and stormed off and forfeited a game. So, yeah, he's going through a few things at the moment, it looks like. He's on a bit of a roll and uh, there are a few players that he spared, Roger Federer and Andy Murray. And uh, if you want to listen to that, he was speaking with the New York Times tennis writer Ben Rothenberg on the No Challenges Remaining podcast. And Kate Miller-Heike is through to the final of Eurovision. Her performance is said to have been brilliant, but don't ask her mum. No, her mum missed the semi-final. <laughs> she slept through it, um, which um, is kind of kind of funny. She did wake up. She said she did wake up early and then went back to sleep and then turned it on and she was just finishing performing. Oops. <laughs> Look, and we know how hard it is to be up at five in the morning. Yeah. So, you know. I understand. Absolutely. Um, but, yes, fingers crossed that she makes, um, makes it for the Sunday morning final, 5 a.m is when the grand final kicks off and there's uh, a couple of really good links in the email about how the whole bendy pole arrangement works. Yeah, she does do her performance atop a bendy pole. That's the only way to describe it. Uh, you'll have to have a look if you, ha- if you have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, Friday lights, Claire, and uh, amongst other things like glamour photography and a chilli con carne recipe, you reveal your go-to karaoke song. Yeah, George Michael's Careless Whisper. Nice. Which, as you can imagine, only gets better the more you drink. So, uh, yeah, it's um, a good one. But there's a a link to these three 10-year-old kids who are performing it on a stage somewhere and they're just incredible. Yeah, amazing. Over 2 million views on YouTube. So that's definitely worth a look. Uh, does that bring us to the subject line? The subject line of um, You'll Come a Waltzing Matilda with me. There's plenty of clips, if you Google it, of Bob Hawke singing the song. He became a bit of a regular at the Woodford Festival, which is a folk music festival, and uh, seemed to take any opportunity really to take a microphone and sing the song. Yeah, he liked a bit of karaoke himself, maybe. Yeah, indeed. And as I said, have a look out for our Squeeze the Election podcast out later this afternoon. It'll give you a good wrap of the key themes of the campaign um, and the seats to look out for if you're kicking back and watching on election night. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. Happy voting. And we'll chat to you on Monday.
The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com. A message now from our podcast partner, Sunbeam. With so many unhealthy snacks on offer, it can be hard to find something to keep your kids satisfied and happy. Sunbeam's dried fruit and cheese chilled snacks contain only real fruit and real cheese with no artificial colours or flavours. And they're a great source of calcium. It's a snack you can feel good about giving them while you're on the go. Pick up a pack today in the dairy fridge at your local Woolworths, Coles or independent retailer. Good are you.